effects and widespread. It devastates communities, families, and those most vulnerable, children. But in the midst of great poverty, God provides the local church. A church is a family, a community, reaching out to their neighbours, to children. God brings his hope and love to people of all nations through his church. But to reach out to children and families living in poverty, a church sometimes needs a partner. That's where Compassion comes in. Compassion works in partnership with local churches in more than 26 developing countries around the globe. Our goal is to see children released from poverty in Jesus' name through the love and practical support of their local church. Compassion is Christ-centered, child-focused and church-based. We believe that addressing poverty in all its complexity and difficulty means showing children and their mums and dads that God loves them and sent Jesus for them. We believe through the gospel message and the love of Jesus, children can be truly released from the four forms of poverty, spiritual, socio-emotional, physical and economic. With the commitment of the local church and the power of God, our strategic programs have seen more than a million children released from poverty since 1952. All around the world, local people, highly trained, dedicated staff, local experts like doctors and teachers, passionate volunteers from the local church are building relationships with children, encouraging them, improving their access to medical care, clean water, nutritional support, and an education at a local school, showing them a different path, a path that would lead them out of poverty and into a new hope. From the womb to the workforce, compassion helps in the long-term development of children. Because focusing on children is a powerful and effective way to spread wider change through families and communities. So how does it work? The Child Sponsorship Program is the core of Compassion's ministry. It connects one sponsor with one child living in poverty, providing healthcare and education, as well as encouragement and prayer. Critical Needs builds upon the foundation of the Child Sponsorship Program by providing additional support for things like clean water, emergency care, disaster relief, pre- and postnatal care, and vocational training. Together, these programs help around 7,000 local churches meet the needs of children in their communities. From Bangladesh to Burkina Faso, from Ethiopia to El Salvador, Local people are creating local solutions to the problem of poverty. And in all of those communities and churches, one thing stays the same. Our partnerships are built on integrity, trust and accountability. So who is Compassion? Together we're 1.7 million children, babies, mums and students, and a million more graduates. We're hundreds of thousands of supporters and sponsors. We're passionate child advocates. We're mums and dads. We're businesses. We're community groups and churches. We're a community, a family that stretches across continents. We're united in heart, one in spirit, convinced that Christ and His church all over the world can work mighty wonders in the face of extreme poverty. We are Compassion, and we're releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. Well, hello, everybody. It is just so exciting to bring and introduce Compassion Australia and especially Matthew Han from Compassion Australia. Thank you so much for joining us, Matthew. Thanks so much for setting this time aside to be with us this morning. Yeah, good morning, Church. Yeah, thanks, um, uh, Matt and the team for having me here. And um, I'll be looking forward to be with you all on, uh, in person, but you know what? Let's do it online for now. 
<laughs> That's right. It was planned for in person, of course, and uh, and it is uh, through the wonderful technology that we've been able to, you know, pull together. At least, at least we can talk face to face, kind of this way, isn't it? It's like it's 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 tough, uh, and there might be a little bit of a delay here and there. But uh, hey, we are sharing the message of the gospel. We're sharing the message of what compassion is doing around the world, and at the moment, Matthew. There's, there's just so many uh, stories of where compassion is needed uh, literally around the world at the moment. And um, I know that there's a saying that says, um, the light that shines the farthest shines the brightest at home. And that's really what uh, compassion is doing uh, in and around. But first, let's find out a bit about you, uh, Matthew. Um, firstly, great name. I love your name. Your name is a great name. Of course, yeah, we have a double mat this morning. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, it's very, very good. Now, I mean, we're just going to get a couple of the really big questions uh, out of the way. Um, the, the most important questions for all those single ladies out there. Matthew, are you married? Yes, uh, I'm married to my wife and uh, three and a half years. So we're happily married. <laughs> Three and a half years, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, hopefully there's uh, a brother or you've got other friends, that is for sure. Um, and uh, any, any, any children yet or uh, any hint of any on the way? Yep, uh, no children yet for now, but um, in God's timing, we'll have children soon. <laughs> Absolutely, that's fantastic. Well, it's um, you've you've spent many years in ministry. We um, Matthew and I connected for everybody who's watching. Matt, Matt and I connected um, several uh, months ago, uh, talking about the not just the work of of compassion, but also some mm -hmm. of your story, uh, Matthew, which has been really an extraordinary journey. Um, how many years have you been in ministry at the moment, and um, and what has that journey been like for you personally? Yeah, so I went into full-time ministry about 12 years ago in Malaysia. So I was born in Malaysia and went to full-time ministry. Um, and since then I moved to a different country. Uh, I, I was in New Zealand for a few years and now for the last um, almost four years now in Melbourne based here. Uh, so I've been I've been to uh, places like Malaysia, Singapore, um, Japan, China, Tibet, Israel, Jordan, Thailand, and the last two countries, New Zealand, Australia. So it's been a, a, a almost a decade of uh, being a pastor, doing different pastoral ministry, missionary. Um, so my heart is really for the nations and for the church. Wow, you must have seen and experienced uh, just some amazing scenes, uh, amazing acts of humanity uh, as well um, during that time. Um, <clears throat> what, what's it been like sort of in the last sort of 12, 18 months where obviously that travel has really come to a screeching, uh, a screeching halt? Um, how, how have you personally walked through this last season? How has it gone for you? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. And you know, before COVID, starting uh, with COVID, we travel a lot to different nations. And actually, uh, Matt and I, and actually we and I, we were supposed to plan a trip to Philippines. Not sure you remember, 
with all the passes. Uh, and that was just, you know, uh, of course, we know everything canceled last year. So it's really something that I miss a lot going to the nations. And because it's really in my heart that, you know, that, you know, the Great Commission is to make disciples to the nations. And so the last 12, 18 months have been just putting on a hole of traveling. But I think what I'm really glad to search and the word of God is not on hold. And I've been speaking in churches and pastors and leaders in different events, even the last six months that many churches are still saying to me that, Matt, we still had to be involved in the Great Commission. Let's, let's discuss how can we do that. And nothing is stopping the work of God. So this is something that really encourages me that the, the church is still passionate about the Great Commission and the nations and the poor and the church and the gospel. Um, so that's really encouraged me in this season. Man, I can, I can just hear your passion for the advancement of the kingdom and the gospel around the world. And uh, it, it really just does, it starts in our own hearts, doesn't it? What, what's yeah. it been like? I mean, we've, we've been in a series at the moment called Healing Hope. And, uh, and we know that, you know, uh, God, God brings hope and, and certainly God brings healing. But, uh, and, and we all need hope in this, in this area of, of our journey and of our walk. Um, what sort of healings or breakthroughs, whether they be uh, emotional or, 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 or even physical, have, have, have you seen that in your journey? Um, have you got perhaps a story you could tell us about that? Yes, definitely. So it, it should start with how I began in ministry. So I, as I mentioned, I started ministry in Malaysia. Um, I think I was doing a full-time ministry for five, first five years of my time in ministry. I was part of a, actually a 24 hours prayer center and also a healing center. So I, we had people like for the sick, the oppressed, people can call us mid midnight, early in the morning for prayer. So I was part of that place of that, um, that what, how they call it, that place of like, just breakthrough of uh, believing for God from healing a lot. So I have many, many stories. If you talk about healing, I have seen cancer being healed. Uh, and I know this lady um, that the doctor said you have only five, uh, uh, five months to live because of the cancer and she has lived for the last 15 years. And um, so because in that ministry, we've seen a lot of um, people coming for the purpose of healing and, and, and the church and the ministry is really uh, into think, believing God for the supernatural healing. And so I have seen like even people who come in oppressed, young people oppressed with, uh, like it's almost like they had gone crazy because of the addiction to games and to different things and straight from the mental hospital. And we were, the team and I we, in uh, at the church, we just pray for breakthrough at that mental healing. So I have seen some crazy stuff uh, over uh, my years in ministry. Wow, that must be so so encouraging because um, I mean, really, prayer does bring such a breakthrough, doesn't it? To be in that constant state of prayer, in that constant state of conversation with God, and uh, it seems like at the moment there's no other greater time than for us to be in our on our knees, not in submission, well, in submission to God, but uh, on our knees in prayer towards the Lord to say, Lord, pour out your Spirit on this nation of Australia. 
and beyond our own shores. Uh, that just must be extraordinary. That must have been an, an, an incredible time of development in your own life, mate. Yeah, definitely. I would say that that first, you know, of course, before that, I was a youth in that place, actually. I was a youth leading worship, um, uh, and I grew up in that place, and that had built a foundation of faith and prayer and and believing God for the supernatural healing. And uh, and that really has sort of uh, uh, helped me to, to even as I leave that place, I go to different nations, I have that faith to believe God for miraculous healing. Wow, that's that's just so amazing. Well, again, what I said before, it's it's the it's the shine, the light that shines the brightest at home shines the furthest. And so, what we're looking to do today is really engage and and hear as well about the work of of uh, compassion. Um, Jesus said in the Great Commission in Matthew chapter twenty eight, "Go and therefore and make disciples uh, of all nations." And uh, often. Uh, you know, in this today's in today's society, 200 years ago, you know, nations were a little bit, you know, more remote. Whereas uh, now they kind of feel even more uh, remote because we uh, can't go to them. But uh, compassion has done an amazing thing in setting up bases all around the world, and we'd love to uh, hear about that um, wherever you have gone it's very clear that you've walked in life and in giving life and and that's obviously you know very much a part of the great commission in making disciples um how how do you see compassion giving life all around the world how what what have you seen what have what how does compassion do that we'd love to hear about your heart and uh, the heart of what compassion does yeah so compassion is um, it's a kingdom ministry that work with local churches in the nations and also in Australia. So how, how does it work is that it's through the local church and that's how compassion connects with sponsors and children and families and churches and leaders. It's all through the local church and our, all our program is church-based. And that, but the, the question that you asked about the giving life part is such an important aspect of what compassion do because so the compassion the child sponsorship program provides children and family the basic needs of, of life like just things like clean water food you know a, a, like a, a medical checkup and a, a clothing to wear and a place to sleep and these are the basic need of life which is part of the sponsorship program we provide children but most important of all is the hope for eternal life and we, and that's what in compassion we believe that the you know we, we believe that the gospel is the ultimate hope for every single uh single one and and that's why like all the children in our program and family will hear the gospel will hear the hope for eternal life and be discipled by the local churches so we believe that life is not just giving them food and the basic need of life but in it must consist of the the hope that we have for future for eternity so that's something that compassion is doing um yeah through the local churches wow wow and so many of those basic things we really 
do regularly take for granted, you know, just the turning on the tap that we can trust that clean water is coming out right through to having a peaceful sleep uh, is just extraordinary. Um, I know uh, Anna and I and our family have sponsored a, uh, a young man in the Philippines and uh, it really did actually start with a, um, a, a um, look, some would call a missions trip, but for me, you know, there was greater impact on my life over in the Philippines, I'm sure, than the impact that I had on the people there. And uh, I just, uh, Matt, I just fell in love with the people. I remember being in the car driving back from the Philippines toward, uh, sorry, uh, driving to the airport uh, in uh, Manila and uh, and I was, I was just a mess. I was just in tears, torn that I wanted to be home to see my family, but at the same time, mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, connect more and, uh, and you know, do more for the people of, uh, of Philippines. And, you know, that was my, certainly my personal journey. Uh, and um, uh, it's been a great honor and a great privilege that Anna and I have been able to uh, sponsor a young man in the Philippines for, uh, I look, I'm not even sure how long. I should have got those details before we went live, but um, it, it, it has been uh, quite a significant um, amount of time. And he, he is a teenager now. When, uh, when we started to sponsor him, he was only very, very, very young. And um, it's, it, what it's great is uh, the connection that we have and uh, we're able to communicate and write and write letters. How, does, how, does, how do you find that? How does Compassion connect their sponsors with the children that they're able to provide those basic needs and spiritual needs for? Yeah, that's so good. Just on top of what you know, we shared about the basic need of life and and to to release them from extreme poverty, we we believe in a relationship more a, a relationship more powerful than poverty too. So in for them to know someone love them from the other the other side of the world like Australia, like for them is like a miracle. For us, we might take for granted. Oh, just to write a letter. But I, be, I was in Philippines um, in 2019 and I, I met a few of them that were saying to me that, Matt, all of the letters that I received from my sponsor, I quit in a box, put beside my bed. Whenever I feel hopeless, worthless, lonely, I will open that box to read the letters I sent from my sponsor and read them as if like God sent letter. And they were just, that will that will keep them going for another day, another week, another month. And these letters that we, we think it's just a letter, but for the children, it's, it's like a hope. It's like a, it's the, that the power of hope that we're giving them, that we love you, we, we, you know, we're thinking of you, we're praying for you, and, and, um, and you, are, you are good, and you are loved by God. And words of encouragement, it just it has such an impact in the lives of these children. So the letters is something that we, I often do in churches that we make disciples through letters. And even though we can't be there for, for the next few years, but our letters still can go. You know, like, like, you know, as if in the book of Acts, you know, they send letters, you know, epistle to, to the churches and to the family. So it's really powerful too that we have in compassion. 
Wow, wow. You see, we, we, often people who, uh, you know, may, may look at, and, and I know before we were sponsoring that child, um, as a, in fact, and I'm talking a very, very long time ago now, I'm talking maybe, maybe 16, 17, maybe even 18 years ago, um, we, uh, as a creative team, as a, as a worship team, and at the time I was leading the worship team here at Manningham Christian Centre, we uh, took it upon ourselves as a group to sponsor as many children from one particular region. Uh, and I think at the time it was, uh, I think at the time it was Rwanda in, um, in, uh, in Africa. And, um, and, uh, uh, and the, the worship team sponsored that group for for a long period of time and you know it, it it can seem like you know the money just leaves the account the that small amount of money just leaves the account every single month but really uh, it goes beyond the dollar amount doesn't it in what you're explaining it goes you you, you are really ministering to this uh, young person to this young life full of potential full of you know the greatness of God upon their lives and yet you are having an impact from thousands and thousands of kilometers away it's just really quite extraordinary yeah that's 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 a that's a good example that that many churches do it to focus on the region and they're just sponsored children in that same region, writing letters to the same region. And you can see that impact tangibly when you do it as a church, as a group, as a family, and, and you impact a whole region. Yeah. Well, obviously at the moment, because of lockdown and because of there's, there's good reason, we, we can't all go in, in into the one place. But what um, I have been able to uh, talk with Matthew about, now I'm talking to everybody here online, um, what I have been able to, we've been able to talk with Matthew about is the possibility that if today you would be interested in sponsoring a child, we're going to be able to have a QR code come up on the screen there that will take you to um, and I'll have Matthew explain that a little bit more uh, as, as we go on, but it'll actually take you to um, the, the opportunity that um, uh, MCC can sponsor children from a particular region in the Philippines. And so, Matt, why don't, why don't you explain to us uh, uh, now um, what you see is the major need that compassion sees, um, and particularly for that e region, uh, generally speaking, for that region. And so what, what can we do about it? What can we do about it as a group of people here in Australia? Yeah, that's good. The major read right now is really the thousands of children in extreme poverty because they were already in extreme poverty. And the COVID came, it just pushed them further back into extreme poverty. And, and for, for, the contact, uh, for some, that extreme poverty means that those children or families live under $2 a day. That's the defined by the World Bank. That's extreme poverty. And, and I can't even imagine how I can ever live under $2 a day here, even for a few hours. You know, a cup of coffee is already four bucks, you know, but there are millions and thousands of children in thousands of children actually in our program still waiting. So the really the major need right now is really these children they have been waiting for a sponsor for some of that almost two years. Actually, in that link, that's 
I just saw this morning, there's one particular boy that has been waiting for 660 days. So there's only one boy there. And if you scan that QR code, you can see who is he. So in that link or in the QR code, if you scan that, you will see there are 35 children that, that reserved for MCC. So these children are not just all over the world, but they are a, from a particular region in the Philippines. That means they're all from the same area, probably the same church and project. And the good thing about that is that when you sponsor children to your church, local church as a mission project together or as a focus together, you write letters to impact a whole region. And you can have, and eventually when the whole, who knows when the COVID is over, that we can actually go as a trip to the mission trip for whether it's a ministry wow. trip, a mission trip to visit the family, the pastors and the churches on the ground. So, and so that that's um, that's how you can get involved. Really, to just sponsor through the link or the QR code, and it only costs us about one dollar sixty a day to sponsor a child, and which is and you can do it as a family. So many family do it. Um, you know, when I have a lot of family and parents say, "Man, I have three kids. Can I find three kids that is you know similar age and similar gender?" So they can do it as a family, or you can even do it as a business. That uh, I have an, uh, another businessman um, came uh, came to us recently that talked about we have ten trucks in the in the truck business. So every truck will sponsor a child. <laughs> it's just different creative way you can get involved, and 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 it's tax deductible. Um, and so yeah, you can even you can even share that link or that QR code with your family, with your friends, or anyone that you know who can sponsor children together. And it really is more than just a dollar amount, isn't it? It's like you, we are changing a life. We are changing lives of these children, aren't we? Yes, definitely. And as I said, every child sponsored, average we see around four family members come to know Jesus. That's the ripple effect. And I can't, I can't even seriously track every or the, the whole impact you're gonna have with the one child. We have seen some of them because of one child sponsor in that village, the whole village came to know about the gospel because that child became so smart and went into college. So this one story in the Philippines, he went into college, he's the only one in that village went to college and they, the, the mayor of the, of the town interviewed this boy and he said, because of the compassion, because of compassion and the church that helped me through. So it's really the ripple effect. It's really salvation, discipleship, you know, of families, and that yeah, something that um, really only God knows sometimes. Wow, and it really is within the DNA of us as a church, and and really, I mean, hopefully, should be within the DNA of many many churches. And and if you're watching this today and you're part of another church, then then you know I would encourage you to speak to your church about perhaps some of the opportunities that they may already be doing or yet to be doing. But for us, we have a local care arm called CareNet of where we um, seek to uh, supply emergency food relief to uh, families, uh, you know, not just within our region, but who, whoever comes. Uh, we, we never turn anybody away and, and we give what and we do what we certainly can. And that's rapidly expanding, but it, it really is part of our DNA that often when you step out, when you see the need of others, and that's both 
overseas as well as locally uh, in our neighborhood. Um, you know, it may be a, an encouraging card. It may be a letter to somebody, um, but then, then again, it may be that dollar amount. It really is part of our DNA that when we start to serve the needs of those basic needs, a sound sleep, a safe place to sleep, you know, some food, some food, some clean water. Some of those basic needs really um, magnify what you're saying into villages and families and entire regions. So let me just get this straight, Matt. You've 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 set aside. Was it 35? Did I hear that correctly? That's right. That's right. In the link, there are 35 for um for your church for this Sunday. Yeah. And they're all within the same region in the Philippines. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. So um, is, is there a possibility that some of these kids might know each other? Yeah, then that's a possibility that, um, that so it could be from around, if I'm mistaken, uh, three to four churches on the same area. It's like wow. a certain council area. So, and it's all nearby so that we make it possible for a trip to happen in the future. And also for um, for the church to sort of to to do it as a as a region focused partnership. Yeah, as a focused partnership, I love that, and that's just so important. I mean, as a church, we focus the partnership with our local community, and as I said, the light that shines brightest at home shines the farthest, the the furthest out. And uh, we want to be able to, you know, have an opportunity to shine into some of these areas and some of these regions in the world, not only in the Philippines, but today we're providing that opportunity. Uh, Matthew and Compassion has uh, graciously provided that opportunity um, for us. So, <clears throat> Matt, what what else, what what can we do about it? Just give us a bit, bit of a summary, just once, once once again, just a bit of a summary as to uh, um, so people can click on that QR code and uh, that will lead them through into um, choosing and seeing uh, the, a possible sponsor child. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That treat that actually there are many many ways you can get involved. And one of the ways that if I would uh, in person with you guys, we will have prayed for these children uh, with this child profile that. A physical child profile you will see this if i'm there in person and and we would actually pray for these children and i will encourage you one of the best way to get involved is really pray for the nations you know that that's why jesus said my house shall be a core a house of prayer for all nations and as you partner with churches in philippine you know pray for the churches in philippine they are you know i can't even imagine the amount of cases and and the challenges they're facing right now but pray is one of the best way to gain a war with the mission work and what um and yeah and of course you can click that link and or just sponsor a child or sponsor a few kids if god you know put in your heart that i can do more than one and you can sponsor a few and our hope and our desire to see these 35 children to to hear uh to receive the miracle today and for them it's a miracle for us it might be uh, you know it's not much but yeah for them it's it is a miracle and to bring hope and 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 like to the nation so that's and of course you also can um get involved by really sharing that with your friends and families that you know that have the ability to do it 
Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Now I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, Matt. I, uh, um, I have just one last question, if you don't mind. How can we, how can we pray, and what's what are some of the things that we can pray about? Yeah, that's good. I would say one of the things that is really the strength and wisdom for the local churches in the nations that, um, as you know, talk about Philippines, just as we focus on the Philippines, that we have hundreds of churches on the ground that having a tough time to reach out to the children because of the restriction. So one of the things that we would love appreciate your prayer is that for really the wisdom and the strength for the, the pastors and the leaders to continue the work that God has called them to do to bring the good news to the poor. I think that will be part, one of the big things for us to pray about and you know, we pray for the churches here in compassion too. Wow. Wow. It's just so exciting. That's just so good. Um, uh, Matt, I'm, I'm going to ask you, would you mind leading us in prayer? And, and I think then you're going to introduce a, uh, a second video uh, to us here um, and, uh, and share, that, share that with us. But w would you mind leading us in, in prayer as we join together right now? And we, we do. We want to see nations reached. We want to see lives changed. We, we want to see the health and the life of uh, not only our community, but the world community as well. It's actually one of our core values here uh, at MCC, and, and that is um, uh, that we are community champions, that we are championing the community to make the community a safer, uh, a, a more life, more vibrant and safer community for every single person. And... Um, and uh, would you lead us? Would you lead us, perhaps, now in prayer? Um, and uh, of course, please, before you lead us in prayer, if there's anything else that I've forgotten to share or anything else that needs to be shared, please, uh, please, just go ahead. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, after after we pray, I want to show really show you a video of uh, a specific, you know, um, a story from the Philippines. This girl, her name is Eunice, and how God had changed her life. And she will share with you guys some of uh, her experience too. And uh, yeah, I just want to say really thanks, um, thanks for this opportunity to be with all of you today. And um, um, I'm really, really blessed to be just be in presence. And um, actually, I was really touched by the worship. So it's just really that presence of God is such a strong, is so strong in my even at home. So I just hope that the presence of God will be in all of your homes as we pray. So. Uh, how about let's pray and let's let's pray for the um this this nation of Philippines and what we are going to do with them. Well, Hallelujah. before Father before, God, before, before you do before sorry to interrupt before you do please pass on our love to your amazing wife uh, as well, and um, we really do look forward to having you here in person to be able to hear and see some of these stories in person. So we, that is going to happen. Let me assure you. Okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, we are looking forward to to be with you all in person, definitely. And that's let's right, pray. That's right. Let's pray. Father, we we come before you. We thank you for your presence and the hope of Jesus that you've given to us. That you say in your word that because you first love us, so that we can love one another. And I thank you for this um, this time we can 
be talking about your heart and your vision, your mission for the poor. And I will thank you for even right now for um, the churches in Philippines that we're going to partner with for these children and families, Father. Lord, we pray today for your amazing grace and your love to come upon them, that they will know that God, you love them in the midst of trial, in the midst of disaster or challenge. They will know that there's a God that loves them. There's a God that with them. And Father, I pray that you will reveal yourself in such a tangible way in this life of these children. That for those that are waiting, for those that are praying, I pray for the miracle for them. Lord, we thank you for the families. We thank you for the churches on the ground. Lord, we pray for such a grace and the strength in this season of um of trial and i pray that you will just empower them with the grace to keep going to keep looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of their faith so i pray that they will as we as an australian church we say we want to stand with the churches the global church to pray for them as they continue the work of the great commission to bring in the good news to the poor to bring healing to the oppressed to set the captives free Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for Manningham Christian Standard too. I pray that thank you for this church in this season that will seek the kingdom of God and the righteousness of God. And we know that all these things will be added unto them. I pray, Lord, you bless Matt and the leadership team and the church that they will experience the supernatural healing and the hope. And from here, the, it will be a light to the nations and a salt of the earth. We give you praise. We thank you. For your, what you are doing and what you're going to do in Jesus, my name. And everyone say, Amen. 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 Amen and amen. amen. Wow. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, uh, Matt. Why don't you introduce this video again? And uh, we want to thank you so much for uh, joining us and uh, taking us on this little bit of a journey uh, today. It's just been so amazing together. Yeah, so let's throw to that video. We moved to this place after my father lost his job. I live here with my family, my mom and dad, and all my brothers. I am the only daughter. Our home is built over a very dirty river. And when the storms happen, our home floods with water and garbage. This is a scary place when it gets dark. People get drunk and fight all the time. Even though I live in this place, I have been sponsored by Arlie and Nancy. I call them mom and dad. Although we are countries apart, I know they chose me. They tell me, Eunice, we remember you. We love you. You are like our own daughter. Because of my sponsors, I had the opportunity to go to the Compassion Program at the church in my neighborhood. For all these years, my sponsors and my church have helped me to receive better food and medicine. With the help of my sponsors, I will be able to work to help my own family. When I was nine, my compassion teacher shared Jesus with us, and that's when I accepted Christ. Even though I am poor, He has provided my church. He gave me sponsors who love me. God will never leave us. I want to share everything I have learned with kids who are like me. I want them to feel the joy of having a sponsor, to get a letter that says, I love you. 
I want to serve the Lord and I won't stop serving Him because He does not stop loving me. There are children around the world waiting, waiting for a sponsor like you. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name.